I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, fellow football fan. Welcome to the Home of Football, a podcast powered by 433. The summer transfer window can truly be magical sometimes. Every now and then, there's always a signing that catches you completely off guard. Burak Yilmaz is a football icon in Turkey. The 36-year-old striker, nicknamed The King, has played for the biggest four Turkish football clubs, Galatasaray, Trabzonspor, Besiktas and Fenerbahce. He has also proudly captained the Turkish national team for years. In the 2020-2021 season, he was seen as a key figure that helped Lille regain the French league title for the first time in 10 years, scoring 16 goals and assisting several more that season. His heroics helped his side fend off the star-studded giants in the capital, Paris Saint-Germain, as Lille finished just a point ahead of them. After leaving Lille as a free agent at the end of last season, Burak Yilmaz had offers from clubs all over the globe. He could have signed lucrative deals everywhere. But Burak Yilmaz surprised the world of football by signing a contract at Fortuna Sittard, a relatively small club from the Netherlands. In fact, Fortuna Sittard just about escaped relegation from the Dutch Eredivisie last season. Even the club's own supporters found it hard to believe that they signed a player of Burak Yilmaz's caliber. So, how did this small club manage to sign one of the most respected number nines in football? I spoke with several Turkish and Dutch football experts and Fortuna Sittard's president to give you the inside story. My name is Sam Verraalte and welcome to the home of football. I didn't believe it, Sam, to be actually uh, honest with you. I thought it was one of the biggest bullshit stories of the <laughs> summer transfer window since its existence. Of course, everybody respects him. And it was also big news when in, in Turkey when uh, Fortuna announced the uh, the transfer. Yeah, everybody was surprised, actually. Everybody was shocked. He, of course, had some other offers that were probably more attractive than ours. He's had this big career. I mean, you want it to be true, but nothing. You don't take it immediately seriously. Still a bit surprised of it. And also people around you that are not necessarily too much into Fortuna also uh, 
get the excitement. So yeah, it's just nice to have that uh, excitement. The first person I asked about this transfer is none other than Mette-Chan Kanberg. Mette is of course 433's main host. In case you didn't know, Mette is Turkish and a huge Galatasaray fan. So he's been watching Burak Yilmaz for as long as he can remember. Mette moved to the Netherlands a couple of years ago. So for him, this transfer is extra exciting. I was talking to like Sven Botman, actually his teammate about Burak. And he's, he was saying, yeah, next year he's going to go to Real Madrid, I guess. <laughs> so, okay, I mean, he's... 36, 37. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's not easy to stay in that level, but I didn't expect Fortuna Sittard. Like, not Holland, especially not uh, like Fortuna Sittard with all the respect, they're fighting for relegation. Sure. So that, I, I didn't expect it, actually. So, of course, you, you are from Turkey. You were born and raised in Istanbul. Yeah. Yeah. The Galatasaray fan as well. Yeah. So you've been watching Burak for, for years and years. Yeah. Um, can you tell me, you know, how do people in Turkey view Burak Yilmaz? Okay, so Burak, like I watched his prime at Galatasaray when he was fighting for the uh, to become the top scorer of the 12-13 uh, Champions League with Ronaldo. <laughs> so, okay, he started his career at Antalya Sport, if I'm not wrong. From Antalya Sport, he went to Besiktas in 2006. Mm. And he was a winger, actually. And then... Uh, he didn't do that well. He went to Fenerbahce, didn't even score a goal. I don't know how many games he played. Then he went to some uh, other small clubs in Turkey. And then he went to Trabzonspor and started working with Şenol Güneş, uh, which is a coach I think made Burak a different player. So he put him in uh, as a stri- striker. And since then, Burak started to perform well. And then he, then after 26 years of age, I think he started to become a, a Turkish national player. Late Before bloomer. that, yeah, it, it was really late for him. Before that, maybe one or two times, but he was not a regular. After 26, he started to uh, play for the Turkish national team regularly. And then from Trabzonspor, he went to Galatasaray. And there he also performed really well. He, it was like the last good, really, really good era of Galatasaray with Snyder, Drogba, Burak, Salçikinan, also another Turkish player. Uh, Felipe Melo. So they played quarterfinal in Champions League. They were a really good team. And uh, there he, yeah, every year after going to Trabzonspor, he scored, I think, around 25 goals at least. Yeah. So he's a goal machine. If he is one on one with a goalkeeper, he will score it. Like, uh, uh, yeah, it's, he's, he's an amazing finisher. I think the best finisher Turkey has, with Cenk Tosun, I would say, best finisher uh, Turkey has ever had. He did very well for Galatasaray yeah. and he has been the captain. He recently stopped his international career, yeah. but he was the captain of Turkey for three years, which is a, a long time to be, to be the captain. Yeah. What's his status and how do people view what he did for the national team? Burak has always been a controversial player in Turkey. Like some people really like him, some people really don't. Mm. So, uh, because some things also happened in the 2016, Euro 2016 with some dispute with the coaching staff, etc., etc. So it's always up and down, but everybody respects him, of course. Like he's, uh, yeah, one of the best strikers Turkey ever had in, in their history. So... And uh, he's the second second top scorer of the Turkish national team. So, and he scored a lot of goals with Galatasaray. So, I mean, I think there's a, there's respect. But Burak is there. Are people really don't like him. There are people who really like him as well. So it's like a, it's not balanced, you know. Or it's yeah. not like, for yeah. example, Cenk Tosun. Everybody likes him. Yeah. You know what I mean. And Burak is a bit uh, controversial, but <laughs> I like him. So I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. And right. 
Yeah, but of course everybody respects him, and it was also big news when in in Turkey when uh, Fortuna announced the uh, the transfer, of course. So, what was the response in Turkey like when he signed for Fortuna? Yeah, everybody was surprised. Actually, yeah. everybody was shocked, and uh, because everybody was also uh, thinking where he's gonna go, is he gonna retire? Because there were rumors about him going back to Besiktas or Galatasaray, and so and he suddenly signed for signed for Fortuna, and everybody was surprised. And but also it made sense for people because like he's gonna continue start his coaching career right away. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So do you expect uh, many Turkish fans to travel to Sittard now to, to go see games? There are already a lot of Turkish people here. So I yeah. think uh, Fortuna Stadium will be uh, full. <laughs> and I think if he's fit, I think he will score at least 20, 25 goals. Because he's if he has the space... It's really impossible to stop him. Like it's his, if he's one on one, he scores. Like literally, like nine out of ten, he scores. It's crazy. So uh, yeah, I think he will score around if he's fit, 25, 20, 25 goals at least. Yeah, yeah. it's an amazing transfer. Yeah, I mean for fourteen start it is like I mean the thing is even if Ajax got him, okay, Ajax always invests in young players, but let's say Feyenoord and PSV, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, it's uh, like yeah. it's a good place to end his career, exactly. and now he's going to Fortuna. It's, <laughs> it, that is really surprising. Yeah. All right, so we know Burak Yilmaz is an absolute star in Turkey. People in Turkey are curious to see what he has left in the tank for this surprising adventure. For Fortuna Sittard fans, this is an unprecedentedly crazy time. Their club barely stayed up in the Dutch Eredivisie last season, by the skin of their teeth. But that was the objective, so they were perfectly content with that. However, now, all of a sudden, they have a world-famous Turkish celebrity among their ranks. Gire Net is a Fortuna Sittard fan, who's part of a fan podcast about the club called Zittard Align. I called Guy to get his perspective on the signing. We make a podcast with uh, with a couple of friends, so we sometimes get news a little bit earlier. And then in our group, it was like, "Oh, you got to keep this a secret." But uh, you know, th- there is this rumor that they're uh, that they might sign Yilmaz. And then, yeah, firstly, of course, you think like Yilmaz, the Yilmaz who scored against uh, the Netherlands with uh, uh, European uh, qualifiers. And then you you know you look into him, you think, "Oh, he plays at Lille," and you know he's he's had this big career. Yeah, this might just be you know. Uh, a bit of a rumor, but nothing. Yeah, I mean, you want it to be true, but nothing. You don't take it immediately seriously. Also, because a Fortuna fan often also involves a lot of disappointment, so you uh, prepare yourself for that. But then there, uh, yeah, as the weeks emerged, there was also more news in the newspapers on the internet. Uh, I think at some point he started following uh, the club on Instagram. Yeah, and then the the hype gets, uh, you know, the hype gets there, and we, uh, yeah, we just started believing it more and more and more. And then at some point, uh, the rumors came that like, oh, he has signed or they, they have reached an agreement. And then you're just waiting for it to happen. But when it happened, uh, I think it was uh, on Tuesday, I was at work and I just, yeah, I was really excited for a couple of minutes, just uh, uh, especially knowing where the club comes from. You know, we've had some really poor years uh, and we, we transformed from the bottom of the Jupiler uh, League, so the second division to in the middle of the Eredivisie last year and this year we had this heroic, heroic escape so then now to see Yilmaz come also acknowledges how we have grown as a as a club uh, yeah still a bit surprised of it and also people around you that are not necessarily too much into Fortuna also uh, get the excitement so yeah it's just nice to have that uh, excitement 
Yeah, you you touched a little bit on uh, where the club comes from. For someone who doesn't know, right, international football fans, for example, that might listen to this podcast, uh, how would you describe Fortuna Sittard? What kind of club is uh, Fortuna? I think for most, it's a uh, a really warm club. There there have been a couple of times we went almost bankrupt, and that you know fans would would create a, you know we would start collecting money, and we we saved the club like that a couple of times, and. Uh, uh, and then at some point, uh, Isitan got in and, and Isitan Kuhn, the, the chairman, mm. and he, he really had a plan for the club and he transformed it from the bottom of the, of the Jupiler League. And then slowly we, uh, he said like, oh, I have this ambition to go to the Eredivisie. Um, and then in that season, we already got promoted, uh, which was like the biggest surprise ever. And I think for, for, uh, I mean, I, yeah, Fortuna has been always a big part of my life and, and for many people, uh, who had that like me? It was yeah, it was so emotional and and unexpected. And then we got in the Eredivisie, and we were all like, it's just a gift to play one season in the Eredivisie. But over the years, there's been this steady uh, progress from uh, you know just arriving into the Eredivisie to last year having this heroic ball cleared off the line in the last minute, which kept us us in there. And now Yilmaz coming in, which is yeah, it's just a really big transfer. And I think the club itself, I think I would call it a warm club because most of the people that um go to the games they've been coming for for so long and i mean it's a small city so everyone knows each other and the club is also you know you can just watch a training and get a like for kids get a selfie with the players or the players will after the training you know just kick a ball with them and that's uh yeah that's what makes fortuna fortuna it's just the people's club really uh and and not like the ajax and the finals and the pace faded are really big where everything happens from a distance here the if you want to be part of the club, you can be part, and and, and that's really what makes it uh, special, I think, for also for the people from from the region uh, around it. Yeah, what do you expect from Burak Yilmaz on the pitch next season? I mean, I jokingly said that like uh, whenever he plays the Netherlands, he, he's he's usually pretty well, and um, uh, so yeah, he has to face Daily Blind in the first game. So I'm counting on a hat trick, <laughs> um, but, but if that doesn't work, then. Uh, uh, I still expect a lot of goals from him, but for most, I think, um, especially last year, we had a bit of a tough season. And uh, in the beginning, we had a lot of injuries um, and and not really a leader on on the on the pitch. And I think that uh, Yilmaz will. I mean, from what I've read, he's really still fit, even though he's 36. So he should be, uh, you know, ready to to rumble from the first uh, game onwards. But I think also he'll be a leader on the pitch. Some someone who also gives the club a bit of authority as you have this big name now coming into the club, coming into the project, which also for opponents gives, gets you just more respected, I think. And and that also um, uh, puts off to the other players who then feel, I hope, more secure and, and to have this leader and someone to look up to with, with a lot of experience to share because we have some good young talents and I think that will just reinforce the, the steady grow line that we've been in for the for the past couple of years. So I have high expectations, um, yeah. and obviously we need a lot of goals from him. So that should be uh, that should work. Yeah, are you expecting a lot of uh, Turkish fans as well in the stadium uh, this season? Well, I think so. I mean, f- from what I I've read and from what I've seen, he's someone really big in Turkey. And uh, to be fair, I think it's something that we can only um, we can only welcome them. I mean, because Fortuna is this warm, nice family where. You know, everyone comes together and, and it's just this common passion for football. So, yeah, if the Turkish fans of him, you know, want to share that with us. And we obviously also have a Turkish owner. So there's this connection. And yeah, let's then just build on it and uh, 
because if how more people uh, are, are present, you know, it, it, it's a better atmosphere and the club can grow. So it's something that I think generally is also something that's welcomed also by the yeah by the people uh, here in Sita. So how did this deal come about? How did Fortuna Sittard manage to defy all odds and sign Burak Yilmaz? Well, the answer lies with the club's president. In 2016, Fortuna Sittard was bought by a Turkish businessman called Isitan Gul. This man was a former board member of Galatasaray. So Burak Yilmaz was certainly no stranger to him. Their paths had already crossed several years ago. But that was just the start. There was a lot more work involved in this deal. I called Isitan Gul so he could help me understand how he managed to convince Burak Yilmaz to join Fortuna Sittard. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, Sam. Good morning, Isitan. How are you doing? Very good, you? All good, man. All good. Thank you for taking my call. No problem. And congratulations on signing Burak Yilmaz. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, how did it all start? When was the first seed planted for this deal? We have contact with Burak for a very long time, on a personal basis, let's say. So, uh, after his move to France, yeah, he was closer to the Netherlands. So, he was always following Fortuna, even the last game against the... Uh, and you see, he was as excited as uh, we were. Yeah, so of course, he's uh, coming towards the end of his career. So we were talking and we said, like, why don't you come over? And we work in the project uh, together. So that's how it started. Yeah. He, of course, had some uh, other offers that were probably more attractive than ours. But he wants to, of course, end his career in a... In a uh, in a long-term plan and uh, start a new career after his uh, playing time is over. Uh, yeah, so I think it's a <laughs> wise choice for uh, all sides. Yeah, so you mentioned like uh, you already had some contact on a personal level uh, before. When did you first come into contact with uh, with Burak? When did your friendship start, so to speak? 
Well, when I was working uh, as an executive board member at Galatasaray back in 2012-13, he used to play for us. There we, of course, knew each other, but not uh, <laughs> quite close. Then uh, over the last few years, let's say, uh, it was more uh, accentuated. Burak had a lot of uh, other offers. Maybe he could even make uh, some more some more money at other places. Like you mentioned, you had a long-term plan. So how did you get to work? You know, How did you, uh, when it became clear Burak wouldn't extend his contract at Lille, how did you convince him to come to Fortuna this summer transfer window? Yeah, we met several times uh, in Istanbul uh, by video. Uh, we had certain discussions. We, he outlined his expectations. We outlined what we can uh, do and what is the long-term uh, uh, view on uh, the club. Of course, there is a, a negotiation uh, angle of all these, but I don't think his priority is clearly not the money at the moment. So after such a, a good career, he it's not his first uh, thought, the money. So... That's how it uh, folded. Yeah. So first priority is not the money, it's the long-term plan. So as I understand, it's a five-year contract, two years as a player. And what are the plans for after? We left it open. Yes, yes. There is no, I mean, you don't have to plan it specifically at the moment. So we will uh, see. Maybe you will uh, prefer... Uh, an executive role, maybe you will uh, prefer or he would like to build himself a technical career. So we don't know. We just have to, we have enough time to think, to evaluate. And yeah, so it's not certain yet. How do you plan to support him in the team? You know, are you planning to build a team around him or what are your plans with the, with the rest of the squad now? Of course, we need to. We will try. We are trying to uh, to build a, a, let's say, a more capable uh, team to to also support him. Uh, so yeah, that that's the plan. Of course, we have limitations in terms of uh, financial resources and uh, also uh, facilities. Something we need to still work on. We know these. We are realistic, but of course, we need to put together a hopefully better or more competitive, let's say, <laughs> uh, squad. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, what do you expect from uh, Burak on the pitch? Well, if he, if he performs the way he normally does, uh, I think that's more than good enough. So he's a finisher. He and also he has an amazing leadership uh, quality, uh, affecting also the team. So these are the things that we expect. All right. Well, Isitan, thank you very much for, for taking my call and uh, congratulations once again on the move. Uh, I'm uh, very curious and excited to see what will happen. Thank you, Sam. Speak to you soon. To gain a better perspective on what we can expect from Burak Yilmaz on the pitch, I also called Jordi Yamali, a sports journalist from the Netherlands with Turkish roots. Jordi regularly analyzes the Dutch Eredivisie for ESPN and he hosts several football podcasts in the Netherlands. Here's Jordi. All right, Jordi, what were your first thoughts when you first heard the rumors that Burak Yilmaz might come to Fortuna Sittard? I didn't believe it, Sam, to be actually uh, honest with you. I thought it was, yeah, it's like the summer transfer rumors are almost, yeah, 95% of uh, bullshit. And I thought it was one of the biggest bullshit stories of the <laughs> summer transfer window since its existence. 
<laughs> so you've been watching Burak for for a long time now. How good is he still? Yeah. I think he's still amazing because of uh, uh, not last season but the season before he he became the player of the league, uh, and that tells you something. At the age of 35, he nah, not single handedly, but he had a big part in the title of of Lille. And if some other team than Paris Saint Germain reaches the the title in France, it says something. And I think last season he even wasn't that bad, but yeah, the, the coach was gone, some of his team players were gone, and yeah, they achieved the the biggest, the highest, uh, what is possible. And you always see the next season it's difficult to achieve that again. So I think he's in really good shape. Uh, he has a great uh, medical staff around him, and yeah, we all know that uh, Eredivisie defenders are not top notch. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to ask. How do you think his playing style will fit in the Dutch Eredivisie? Yeah, I think the defenders will get a real tough job to to uh, get him from scoring because yeah, he's he's became a little bit smarter over the years. He was the yeah, there was always memes and and fun made of his uh, uh, his count of offside uh, positions because he's, he plays really sharp against the back line and he wants to get uh, behind that line. So he. Yeah, mostly uh, the, the the guy on the on the right side, uh, the assistant of the referee, will get a, a pain in his arm uh, after a game of, of Burak. But in the last seasons, he he, he still got improved a, a bit on that point. Uh, he's just when he's on speed, you can't stop him still, and he's like 36 uh, and becoming 37. And yeah, physically, you know, he's he's from the Turkish league, and that's a, a whole other level of of defending. So I think the young and experienced defenders here will get a really nightmare for him. <laughs> the, the, the big question is who's going to give the, the true ball at Fortuna to him. Exactly. That was my next question. So how do you think he will fit in at Fortuna Sittard? Yeah, I think it's... it's yeah, I, 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 I can't imagine even because yeah, Burak has uh, really high standards of himself, but also from his teammates. So he has somebody has to tell him that he's now going to play at a lower level with lesser teammates, with all respect for the players of Fortuna. But for example, Zia Fleming would be a great match with him, but he's leaving Fortuna. So it's really important they get some creative players. I think the back line is okay, but yeah, who's going to give him the ball from the sides of, of, or from behind him? I, I really don't know at this point. So they have to make a, a little adjustment. How often do you think you'll be traveling to uh, to Sittard this season? Yeah, I've told their coach because I thought it was a really bullshit story that I would get a season ticket for this season. <laughs> so I have to get that. But yeah, you know, the the, <laughs> the distance between, between Amsterdam and Sittard is really big. I think I will select a couple of matches. Uh, I will think also I will go to a couple of away matches from Fortuna. Yeah, it's just, I, I really looking forward. I've seen Burak play in the arena a couple of times, national team. And it's always a joy to watch. And I can yeah, I can mostly watch 90 minutes of him because he never stands still. He's always doing something. Uh, but first of all, let's let's look if he can pull still 90 minutes for Fortuna. We all can't wait to see what Burak Yilmaz can bring to Fortuna Sittard. Let's hope he has a couple of magical seasons left in the tank. I want to thank Izitan Gun, Guy Renet, Jordi Amali and Metechan Kamber for their interviews. Are you interested in advertising on our podcast? Mail us at podcast at buy433.com. Follow this podcast in your podcast app to never miss an episode. And if you want to show your support, please give our podcast a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That actually really helps us. All right. My name is Son Verhaalte. Thanks again for listening and see you at the next story in the home of football.
Hi guys, Frankie here. I just filmed the podcast with 433. I'm Ria Ferdinand. I'm Mario Götze. My name is Clarence Cedar. Hi, I'm Sunil Chetri. I just finished my podcast with 433. Yo, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Adi Barakin Filmer, a.k.a. Mr. Beast Mode. I just finished the podcast with 433. Hi, 433 fans. It's Don Robbie in the building, right? And we are here for a great podcast. I want you to check it out. Hi, 433. I am Fabrizio Romano. Check out my story on the podcast. It was a great pleasure. 